right, ladies and gentlemen, hello everyone. This is your host, Lauren, back for episode two of Music and Film World podcast. Unfortunately, my co-host Jonah was unable to make it this week, so he will not be on today's episode, but hopefully he will be back next week. All right, I have a fun show for you guys. I've got a review of the Joel Hoekstra and Brandon Gibbs campfire tour, which I mentioned last week was on March 12th. I also have a movie review, and I will be going through some country music news along with an overview of the recent iHeart Music Awards show, award categories, and the winners, so let's jump right into the show. Alright, for the concert review, Joel Hoekstra and Brandon Gibbs played a great set, which was called the Campfire Tour March 12th at the MVP Bar and Sports Girl. There was not a seat left in the house or a spot to stand. The place was absolutely filled. The local concert was a chilled, laid-back night of acoustic rock, but some other very deep and touching tunes were also played, which had amazing background stories. The one that I want to talk about a little bit about is called The Hero. Basically what happened is the story was about Brandon Gibbs' brother. They were on tour together when Brandon Gibbs' brother basically said that he was giving up his job in the music industry because he felt his true calling was to be a police officer. And Brandon went on a ride-along several years later with his brother, and all of a sudden there was a call that a young girl had gotten hit by a car. They rushed to the scene. Upon arrival, Brandon's brother jumped out of the cruiser. Thankfully, the injuries were not life-threatening. But the girl did have a broken leg and was frightened because she was around seven or eight years old. So she was quite young at the time. All right. So basically, Brandon's brother stayed with the young girl, helped her out and promised her that the doctors were going to fix up her leg and that she would be able to go home that night a little bit more calm, knowing that she was going to be with her family. And after she was in the ambulance and all squared away with the paramedics, Brandon's brother got back in his squad car during that hot and sunny day took off his hat, put his head in his hands, and looked up and said, I don't know if I can keep doing this. Brandon then assured his brother he could because that was his calling. And because of him, a young girl went off to the hospital to get patched up a little bit more calm, knowing that she was safe and that she was going to see her family that night because of the young, helpful police officer who helped her. The music during the rest of the set was 60s and 70s pieces, even pieces off of two of Joel Hoekstra's project albums, Joel Hoekstra's 13, which is basically Dying to Live and Running Games. The rest of the set was 60s and 70s, along with famous tunes from the band Poison. Alright, now I have an amazing movie review for you guys. I went and saw Death on the Nile. Death on the Nile was a fascinating film, tragic, adventurous, yet totally thrilling and chilling at certain points. The CGI and sound effects were chilling to the point that it sent a physical shockwave through that theater. It made the sheet, the seats <laughs> shake. It's a tale that will puzzle you, yet it will keep you guessing right up into that ending moment. The symbolism was quite wide-ranging, I'd say. The filming location was Egypt, and I have to say the symbolism actually hinted at some old-time history. Those of you who love ancient Egypt should know back then ancient Egypt did have an enemy, the Roman Empire, and some of the costumes in the movie, I have to say, kind of symbolized that enemy-ism to the movie, and I thought that was quite fascinating. 
The characters were kept on edge the whole time. As you know, it was called Death on the Nile. You kind of know what's going to happen. They were constantly looking at each other wondering who did it and who or if they would make it out alive. The film cast was extraordinary. The cast members included Gal Gadot, Kenneth Branagh, Army Hammer, notable and very famous star Russell Brand, Letitia Wright, and so many others. If you would like to go and see it, it is out of theaters now, but I imagine probably within the next couple weeks, it will probably be on streaming platforms. All right. Now we have some country news. We, there is a new book out. It's called Run, Rose, Run. It's written in partnership with mystery author James Patterson. Some of you may have actually read some of his books. He's been around for a very long time and his books are excellent. And yes, it does share the same title as her new album, Run, Rose, Run. Also, there is a rumored biopic, which I have to say, I think this is fascinating. It's rumored that Dolly Parton is in talks with people about potentially filming a biopic, and it's rumored that she's eyeing some very big stars to portray the role of Dolly and the role of Porter Wagner. So we'll have to see what happens in the near future, as no other news has officially been released on that. Alright, as we all know, the iHeart Music Awards were very recent with host LL Cool J, which I am actually not familiar with, but before I jump in there, I do have to say, I'm finding that a lot of, nowadays, I'm finding a lot of people are actually getting biopics on them. I've seen them from other country stars, pop stars, rock stars. I've seen it a lot, and I think it's very, very cool that, uh, film stars and directors and producers are wanting to put out people's life tales because I do think it's fascinating to look back and to see what happened and sometimes even people can come across those biopics by accident but yet they can get roped into it love it and then want to know more about the person who that biopic was made about and I think that's a great thing because it's what keeps the music industry and the music industry history going. Alright, so now we have the iHeart Music Awards show. Host LL Cool J, like I mentioned. The performers were LL Cool J as the host, Jennifer Lopez, rap star Megan The Stallion, pop star John Legend, Charlie Puth, Mainskin, country star Jason Aldean, and many others. Alright, let's get down to it because there are a lot of awards and a lot of winners. Alright, first is the Fan Army winner with BTS and the BTS Army. Our duo group Silk Sonic featuring Bruno Mars, which I absolutely love Bruno Mars. Lyrics winner, the all-too-well Taylor Swift 10-minute version coming from The Vault. There's a new rock artist out there, you might have heard of him, Mammoth, which is basically the son of Eddie Van Halen, you know him, Wolf Van Halen. Alright, our new pop artist is Olivia Rodrigo. The newest country artist is very, very famous right now, and she actually took home quite a 
few of the CMA awards, it's Lainey Wilson. Alright, our rock song, Waiting on a War, Foo Fighters. And I do have to say, Foo Fighters do have a new movie out in theaters right now. I think it's called Studio 666. So please go take a look at that and go see the movie if that is up your alley. I know I am wanting to see that as well. Alright, our Country Artist Award winner is Luke Combs. The Hip Hop Song of the Year, What You Know About Love from Pop Smoke. Alternative Rock Song Award went out to Monsters by Black Bear and the All-Time Low. The Collaboration Award went to the song Stay featuring Justin Bieber and the Kid Leroy. I think that's how you pronounce it. If I mispronounce it, I do apologize. Social Star, Bella Porch. Cover song, Good For You, Camila Cabello. I do have to say, I absolutely love her music and I'm thrilled that, thrilled that she won. All right, our dance song is Do It To It by A Craze Cherish. All right, our rock album once again, Madison at Midnight by the Foo Fighters. I'm thrilled that rock is really getting attention in music award history right now as sometimes there is a little bit of discrimination in the past, so I'm glad to see that. All right, our pop album is 30 by Adele, which she also won the comeback album with her album 30. All right. Our song of the year was Levitating by Dua Lipa. We have R&B album of the year, An Evening with Silk Sonic. We have hip-hop artist, you know him, you love him, it's Drake. All right, we have our new hip-hop artist, I believe it's pronounced Young Blue. We have our regional Mexican song of the year, La Casita by Banda MS. Alright, our country song of the year, and I have to say I love that this duo won. It's If I Didn't Love You by Carrie Underwood and Jason Aldean. Carrie Underwood, Underwood was one of my very first influences within country music. I absolutely love her, so I'm glad to see that she won. Alright, we have R&B song of the year, Leave the Door Open by Silk Sonic. We have our TikTok Bop by Olivia Rodrigo with Good For You. We also have, again, Female Artist of the Year, Olivia Rodrigo. All right, Rock Artist, Taking Home Rock Artist of the Year Award, Foo Fighters. All right, we have Latin Song, which I think it's Peppas by Faruka. We have our country album, Dangerous by Morgan Wallen, which I believe that album also won some awards at the CMAs this year. We have our Latin Artist of the Year, Bad Bunny. We have new R&B artist, Gavion, I believe. If it's not, if I did not pronounce that correctly, I do apologize. Alright, Dance Artist, we have David G. Alright, producer of the year, his name is Phineas. Our new Latin artist of the year award went to Groupon, Grupo Ferme. 
Our tour of the year, of course, is Mr. Harry Styles with Love on Tour. You can see him now. I believe tickets are still on sale if they're not already sold out. All right. Our R&B artist is Jasmine Sullivan. The alternative rock artist of the year, making a lot of headlines recently, Machine Gun Kelly. Alternative rock album of the year, Happier Than Ever by Billie Eilish. New alternative artist, Mainskin, I believe that's how it's pronounced. Dance album of the year, Future Nostalgia by Dua Lipa. Rid regional Mexican artist, Calibre 50. Tour photographer Anthony Pham. Male Artist of the Year taking home the award. You know him from Old Town Road. It's Lil Nas X. All right. Our chart ruler is Stay by Justin Bieber and the Kid Leroy. Regional Mexican Album of the Year went out to Corta Venice. Our Songwriter of the Year is Omer Fedi. Our trailblazer is Megan the Stallion. Music video of the year is Butter by BTS. Our icon, deservingly so, Jennifer Lopez. Alright, we have TikTok songwriter Jax taking home TikTok songwriter of the year award. And to close out the show, the Latin album of the year, KGO516. Wow, it truly looks like the award show was quite the su success for so many amazing artists. Alright, it is unfortunately that time. It is time to wrap up the podcast for this week. Tune in next week as I will be interviewing guitarist Ariel Belvalere from the band Paradise Kitty. It will either be on the po podcast or released separately on YouTube. And I will put that information on the podcast page on Instagram which is Music Film World. As soon as I know which format the interview will be in, that will be out on that channel. All right. All news for the podcast will be on my podcast Instagram page, Music Film World, or on Facebook, Music and Film World. Unfortunately, Instagram wouldn't let me put the word and into the handle, so it had to be Music Film World. But it will be on there. All right. Until next time. Please be safe and be kind to one another. Until next week, this is your host, Lauren, signing off.